us lived up to our potential and managed our resources so well that we could provide for ourselves, our families, and our communities in a meaningful and substantial way. Join Step Right with Lynn, the show dedicated to empowering socially conscious individuals to manage their financial resources for the benefit of themselves, their families, and the greater community. Here's Lynn Wedham, Certified Financial Planner and Managing Partner at Step Right Capital Planning. Well, good morning to my radio show friends. Uh, welcome to those of you who are listening live and uh, those who will listen to the recording. Welcome to everyone. It's been 50 weeks since the first Step Right with Lynn show, and I'd like to share with you that I didn't start doing this show because I thought I knew how to do it. Uh, I started doing the show because I thought I would like to learn how to do it. So uh, it was my goal to learn how um, to interview people um, and to just to have uh, a different venue for sharing information. So thank you to all the guests and listeners and people with questions who have taught me so much over the past year. Um, thanks in advance to everyone who will be my teachers in the next 12 months as well. Uh, one of those people is Tanya McIntyre. Tanya is going to join in on the conversation this morning. Uh, Tanya is a former broadcast journalist who spent 22 years being immersed in negative news with corporate agenda that were in conflict with her conscience. She made a bold decision to walk away from her prominent career to pursue a more positive lifestyle and vocation. Tanya and her husband lived in Mallorca, Spain for four years to experience a new culture and language and enjoy the warm climate and returned to Ontario, Canada in 2011 to embark on yet another journey while living closer to home. So welcome, Tanya. Thank you so much, Lynn. It's great to be here. And congratulations, one year for you on yes. ESN. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun for sure. Um, Tanya, how are you enjoying this February that we're having? <laughs> are, you sp- are you thinking of Spain a lot? <laughs> well, you know, when everybody asks me um, why on earth would you want to return to Canada after spending four years in uh, the beautiful island or on the beautiful island of Mallorca, Spain, yep. and one of the biggest challenges we faced there, Lynn, was something that I least expected was trying to find a home that could be comfortable year-round. So what I love about Canada is that we build our homes in preparedness for the chilly temperatures that we get. We can walk inside our home and be comfortable at any temperature outside. In Spain, for six months of the year, I pretty much had to dress for outside while I was inside because Mm. the homes are not built for the chillier temperatures. They're made, really, to be cooler for summer. But what that, that also means is that... Uh, the coolness of their um, lower temperatures for about six months of the year, that coldness radiates through the whole home as well Mm -hmm. for the chillier time of year. So that's what I didn't enjoy about Spain, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. trying to stay warm for half the year inside your home. Interesting. Yeah. So they have no double glazing, no insulation, no central heat. Uh Uh, Things that we take for granted. Yes, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and there's there's never an ideal, right? <laughs> I have a whole new appreciation for Canada. Uh-huh. I, I I actually don't mind winter too much. I'm from Nova Scotia originally. 
Right, right. So um, I, I kind of just laugh to myself when people complain about all the snow because when you oh, grow yes. up on the east coast of Canada, uh, these Ontario winters seem quite mild. Yes, I was I was talking to someone a week or so ago who had who had um, who had been in Nova Scotia visiting some friends. And he said the he said you w- you wouldn't believe it just dumps from the sky. <laughs> it doesn't snow. <laughs> he says he, he said they were you know they hadn't looked out the window for half an hour and they looked out and it just had come. It was just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so I'd like to welcome our listeners uh, to join in with us on the conversation this morning. I'd love to hear from you about the show, a uh, little feedback about what you've liked here, what you would um, like to hear in the future. If you know someone that would be a good um, you know, a good person to have on the show that has a story to tell, has made a contribution to the community or something like that. So feel free to um, to join in with us today. Uh, give us a call, one six one three eight hundred eight seven three six, or send me an email later if that's what you'd prefer. That's lynn at stepright.ca, L-Y-N-N at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T. So um, I've learned to do the radio show over the last few years, so we're going to talk about um, some of the things that, that we have learned, and, and we've got a few stories to share today. Um, one of these was um, that last week uh, I went out to the barn to let my horses out at 7 o'clock uh, last Tuesday morning and I went into the stall of the first horse. She's the one that's always, you know, really anxious to, um, you know, bang on her door and in a hurry to get out. So I went into her stall and I was just walking around behind her because she's got a winter blanket that was, you know, kind of askew and I caught my toe. And um, I have these big green um, winter boots, rubber boots, um, farm boots that, uh, you know, they're a little bit too big for my feet because they're not a women's boot, they're a men's boot. And in those boots, you just don't have a chance to do any fancy footwork to, to catch yourself. So I went out flat with my arm out under me. I hit my face on the floor um, and the result was, immediate and excruciating pain and I managed to get into the house got past that horse got her out of my way somehow uh, and my family drove me to the hospital uh, I had a dislocated shoulder and I've got a little break in the in the top of the bone as well but the wonderful team they put me to sleep and put my arm back in place um, and that was all done by about 10:30 that morning. Um, got a lovely black eye and a and a and a gash. It's it's really interesting every morning to get up and see, um, you know, what colors that you know the bruising on my face has become. <laughs> you know, it has to go through this, you know, that sick green color and you know all those different colors. And I've got a sling now to contend with for a few weeks. Um, Tanya, I understand you had a fall recently too. Maybe due to I, weather I conditions? Lynn, yes, very much so to the weather conditions. And I fell while doing um, my job. So last year, Lynn, when I was in transition, I'm in my 50s now, and um, as you mentioned in the intro, I spent 22 years as a broadcast journalist. And when I made the decision to step away from that, Lynn, uh, a few things happened. 
you know, when you do something for so long that has defined who you are, it's uh, it's a real eye opener to step back and think, well, now what? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to pursue positive media. That's a passion of mine. And, um, of course, I, I always do some level of personal development uh, mm-hmm. to keep spiritually fit. And I thought, what am I going to do? So someone had met my father, uh, had a real estate brokerage in Cape Breton, a small mm-hmm. island in Nova Scotia. And uh, so I grew up with real estate. And it was probably the only other thing I knew in my life. My, I mean, I, I worked with my dad in real estate back in the 80s when interest rates, mortgage interest rates were 21%. Mm. Um, so you learn a lot in a short time. And it was my sister who was moving to Ontario from Nova Scotia uh, just as I was making this decision to leave radio broadcasting. And she said um, we were out looking at homes together and we had looked at about maybe three or four homes. And she said, you know, you you really should get your real estate license here in Ontario because um, you would far surpass any service that we've witnessed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I decided to get my real estate license, which um, is no easy undertaking. I have to say Ontario is probably one of the strictest okay. uh, provinces for licensing. So it's three different phases you have to go through, and it's relatively expensive. You have to sit three exams, mm-hmm. at the end of which... Uh, you're entitled to sell real estate in Ontario. So I did that for four years. Um, Thankfully, with the support of my beautiful, loving, Prince Charming husband, because I I couldn't have done it on my own, because it takes about two years to make any money in Mm -hmm. real estate. Right. So we just got got things rolling. In my fourth year, I started finally uh, seep. You know, all the seeds that I had sown in the past three years started to grow in the fourth year. And that's when my husband had the opportunity to go to Mallorca, Spain. Mm-hmm. So we did that for four years. I, I taught English as a second language. I oh, yeah. got that accreditation before I left the country, so I had a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think um, through all of the changes, when I came back to Ontario uh, to be closer to family, I spent three years helping my sister, who has a special needs adult son, uh, do a creative housing option for him to keep him sustainable through his life because he's going to outlive us all. And Mm -hmm. we don't want to see him end up in a government-run group home. So I worked with my sister three years after coming back to Ontario to do that, and we we accomplished that successfully. And then I'm left again at the fork in the road. Now what? Mm -hmm. And it was my sister again who said... You know, you'd be great at selling cars. Mm-hmm. And I thought, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> because we all have that that vision, right, of the yeah, 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 car yeah, salesman yeah, yeah. on the lot. Yeah, the car salesman. I've got a deal yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I learned very quickly, again, uh, the licensing in Ontario is probably the strictest in the country. You have mm-hmm. to write an exam to be licensed to sell cars in Ontario. And uh, a large part of that, believe it or not, is ethics and contract law. Right, uh, right. You would never think it with any kind of experience. <laughs> any wonder, any wonder people do not like shopping for cars. No, it's awful, yeah. It is. And yeah. um, very male-dominated industry. Yeah. Um, very light on ethics, unfortunately. So I've been doing that for a year and it was in the course of doing this job, looking for a vehicle in the back parking lot, that 
I fell between two cars on my left side. So I am suffering now with a herniated disc, um, oh, unlike dear. anything I've ever experienced before. So one of the doctors said, on a level of 1 to 10, how would you rate your pain? And mm-hmm. they said, well, um, you know, with the worst pain you've ever had. And I said, well, you know, I've never really experienced a lot of really bad pain. I, I had a hysterectomy. Recovering from that was it's painful. I've never had a child, so I understand that childbirth is one of the worst pains you can experience. Right. So I don't have that to compare with. So I said, based on the worst pain I've had, which, which was probably after the hysterectomy, I'd mm-hmm. say I'm ranging between 8 and 9 from a scale of 1 to 10. Right. And that's the scale I used to gauge that pain. But what I learned, unfortunately, as well about uh, the industry and people in general, I'm always fascinated by the psychology of people, uh, because I was alone in the back parking lot, nobody saw me fall. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you know how where long this were you there? Then. How long were you I was there? Only, I was only there a couple of months, which was also bad. No, I mean on the ground. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I was only at this particular dealership a couple of months. Right. Um, how long was I on the ground? I didn't feel initially bad. As soon as okay. I, I fell, because I have a customer waiting, you, have, you know, your mind is on other things. It wasn't yeah. until about an hour afterward that I started to feel the effect of the fall. Okay. Yes. So, um, but the oh. psychology of people and corporations kind of rears its ugly head when you are faced with a situation like that, because this is my first experience being injured on a job. And, of course, WSIB is involved now. So I've been off mm-hmm. work since January 30th, uh, still wow. without pay. Right. So dealing with uh, WSID is probably one of the largest bureaucracies in the country mm, and sure. one of the most difficult to deal with, I, I understand. So, yes, so here I am, not only enduring the pain and trying to um, adjust to the, I'm on my, as we discussed before the show, I'm on my fourth different batch of drugs now, none of which are helping, and I prefer mm. to endure the pain than put up with the side effects of uh, the drugs. Mm-hmm. So that's been my my experience in the last uh, little yeah. while. Since that's the evolution of my life in a nutshell. So now I'm at yeah. another fork in the road, Lynn, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm mulling my options. For sure, yeah, mm-hmm. and it kind of it kind of takes over everything, doesn't it? <laughs> like you have to deal with you have to deal with the injury. You just have to stop mm-hmm. and. And and deal with the injury and uh, and that's it. Um, it's time for us to go for a break, Tanya. Um, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, these uh, our our uh, condition, our breaks, and uh, and a little bit about you know maybe if there's some lessons in there that uh, that we haven't learned or lessons that we can learn. So we'll be right back after this break. there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm.
This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Step Right with Lynn. I'm your host, Lynn Wadham. With me is my guest, Tanya McIntyre. Um, and we're looking for a few lessons and a few stories today. Um, we're, uh, you know, we've been talking about um, the fact that Tanya and I both have had a uh, painful uh, fall recently. Um, and what I'd like to do is I'd like to question out for my listeners about what the lessons uh, are that we might learn from um, from this kind of a thing. I've also had a broken arm two and a half years ago, and I really want to learn the lesson in this because I don't want to keep repeating this pattern. Um, that time, it was a fall from a horse in Ganaraska Park. Um, it had been the first time I'd ever been to the park. We were hours out in the camp with uh, a lot of people that I had just met. And uh, it involved the paramedics coming and getting me out of the park and then going for an ambulance ride. And, of course, hours later, I still had to get myself back to where we were camping. And uh, my horse, my friends had to get the horse back to camp. Um, Making a long story very short, the arm didn't want to heal that time. Um, so after dealing with that break for about three months, then I had to have surgery at the end of that. So the surgery was in August, so it took my whole summer and then some um, to get this um, to get this healed. And I thought I'd learned the lesson in all of that. You know, maybe I needed to help. I needed to allow people to help me. Um, I'm wondering, was that the lesson? Didn't I learn it? Um, mm. Was it so I could understand that, you know, people don't like to ask for help with their financial plans? Because um, a lot of people don't feel comfortable to seek out help that they need. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, they just don't feel that they're in a position where where they um you know, have enough that they need the help or um, they're embarrassed that they don't already have all the answers on their own. So, um, you know, they're the people that need help more than ever, but they don't ask. And so, you know, I wondered, was that the message? Um, you know, there's 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 been a lot of things that, uh, you know, that I have learned, but I'm really, I'd really like to reach out to our our listeners and, and see if anybody has, you know, ideas, something I'm missing here. What do you think, Tanya? Well, I'm thinking, uh, Lynn, that there's there's a message in pretty much everything we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I told you I'm a student of personal development, so I I try to do something that nurtures me every day. And whether it's you know reading something motivational or taking a course online that's going to teach me something that you know I need to more know more about, just something that that pushes me further in my life every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really healthy to do for the soul. What this accident in uh, at work has done for me has made me step back to ask how much I was really enjoying the vocation to begin with. Mm-hmm. And looking looking back at the past year, 
I would have to say that uh, car sales in general is not really aligned with who I am. Yeah. I enjoy aspects of it. I absolutely love dealing with people. So I love sitting down and doing, you know, an interview right. with people and, and finding out what they like and dislike about their current vehicle, what they would like in their next vehicle. But there is an intense amount of pressure from dealerships to meet quotas. So the salespeople are under an intense amount of pressure to make the sale while you are there. Mm-hmm. And that's why people don't like shopping for cars. It's it's uh, it's like a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. So what this mm-hmm. has taught me over this year, I I'm also very socially minded, and I like to connect with like minded people. And because of my passion for positive media, when I returned to Ontario, I got involved with meetup groups. Meetup.com is a great platform um, to meet people socially who are on the same page as you are, which is really important, I think, when you're connecting with people. Right. And I was introduced to meetup.com actually when I was in Spain because it was the only uh, venue I could find to get together with people who could speak English who were okay. of like mind. Right. So I found the meetup um, platform very helpful in getting together with like-minded people and it's grown over the past couple of years from a social group to a really great community that I love being around and meeting with on a regular basis. So what this whole thing has taught me and the people that we meet along the way in um, in this journey of life, uh, one of my mentors, Michael Lozier, who wrote the best-selling book, Law of Attraction, uh, he's been a, a friend and mentor of mine for a couple of years. So when mm-hmm. I was going through this agony, um, re- recovering from this herniated disc, we were talking and he said, you know, Tanya, I started in my living room with two people years ago Mm -hmm. and now I've got a best-selling book and another one making its way up to the best-selling list. And I'm making a very good living at this. There's no reason Mm -hmm. why you couldn't do the same thing. Right. And the feedback that I've gotten from people is, Um, very encouraging and I'm thinking you know that's where my passion is that's where I feel alive being around people of like mind that's Mm -hmm. what feeds my soul yeah I think I think one 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 of the messages is you know it's made you take a break in your routine right so so you're Mm -hmm. reevaluating your habits and and things that you do automatically Um, you know even you know with what I'm going through I have to stop and think about how to do things with one hand. So you know, it's it's just a it's breaking the routine and breaking the habits. Um, mm. You know, even you know, even using the the computer, everything is backwards. You know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like brain gym as I as I try to get the cursor even where I want it. <laughs> you know, and I'm clicking with the wrong fingers, and um, you know, so it it's caused you know, just a break in routine that does kind of make you reconsider some of your habits, I think, too. Absolutely, because we are creatures of habit, that's for sure. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, I've also learned that the world is built for right-handed people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last time, my break was on the was on the left arm, so, um, you know, I think I even have a, a, a right-handed toothbrush. My toothbrush is not... <laughs> was not made for my left hand at all. <laughs> I hear that complaint a lot, actually, from left-handed people. 
Yeah. I, well, it, it, well, it's true. I mean, I have to reach in under the under to to start my car with my left hand. I have to, mm-hmm. you know, I have to change gears with my left hand down at the side. The seatbelt is hard to put in. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's. Just, oh, well, it's uh, pretty clear then. You have to move to a place like the UK. Where you can drive yeah. on. Yeah, that would be a real that would be a real <laughs> learning that would be a real learning experience for sure. So, so I think the lesson the lesson in, in this for you, Lynn, from what I'm thinking is that um you just need to stop and take time to reflect on all mm. of the, all of your blessings, right? Something that we, yeah. we tend to we tend to take so much for granted that we don't stop to say thank you. Thank you for all right. my blessings. Yes. No, that's a very good mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. Just that time to pause. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So and you know, with your um with your law of attraction um training as well, I've got a really good example. Um, you know how they tell you um you're not supposed to think about um things in times of in terms of what you don't want like you're not supposed mm-hmm. to say i don't want a broken bone you're supposed to think i'm strong and healthy or maybe you know my bones are strong and healthy mm-hmm. when i broke my arm the first time my friends from the camp came to the house and they brought pie and it that's a tradition in in the group when someone gets hurt they bring pie um and I was talking to my friend Don a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying, you should maybe break a bone or something so that we can get together and bring you pie. And oh, wow. I told him, um, you know, that I'd already done my part. Uh, but as I spoke calmly to him, my mind was shouting, I don't want a broken bone. And <laughs> I, I told Don last weekend that we got together for some bowling, and I told him that he caused my fall just as sure as if he'd been there and tripped me himself. And so I'm wondering, you know, if that emotion, I don't want a broken bone, you know, uh, you know that's what they say, right? That that you bring to yourself um when you think what about what you give your attention, and, energy and focus to. Exactly. Right. Right. So what I talk yeah. about in my law of attraction meetup groups is exactly that. That we attract to our life and business what we give our attention, energy and focus to. Now, that sounds great in itself, doesn't it? That's all we have to do is give it attention, energy, focus, and we attract it. However, Mm -hmm. if you finish the sentence, it's whether negative or positive. So if you're Mm -hmm. giving your attention, energy, and focus to something negative, then you're absolutely going to attract more of that to your life. Mm -hmm. We're all little bundles of energy. We're blobs of energy bouncing around this universe. And we are vibrational beings. And that vibration that we keep around us is meeting similar vibrations. That is, in a nutshell, the definition of law of attraction, match vibration. It's, you know, law of attraction is not a mind reader. It doesn't like and dislike you. It just does, it has one simple job description, and it's two words, and it's match vibration. It's that simple. Hmm. So so so, you're, so, so the answer so the answer to my question is yes. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. So love to have our uh listeners 
call in and let us know what they think if they see any further messages to this that uh, that Tanya and I are missing. Um, you certainly it is good to have you know someone else. Uh, um, you know give their give their opinion sometimes we don't see what's right in front of us lots of times um and what we can also talk about after the break Lynn is uh, how and why I'm so passionate about positive media now is because I was immersed in negative news for over 20 years that literally chipped away at my soul and uh-huh. those messages are being broadcast to us incessantly without okay. us even knowing it And when we come back, we can talk about three specific words that we should be aware of in our vocabulary and make a concentrated effort to eliminate from our vocabulary for better results. Wonderful. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll get on that right after this break. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Len focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Step Right with Lynn. Um, my guest today is Tanya McIntyre. Um, as I said before, um, you know, when you have an injury, um, it it sort of uh, it makes you stop, and you're forced you're forced to stop the things that are have been your habits, and um, it kind of takes over um, everything that you know everything that you have uh, everything in your life. It it takes priority, and you ha- you don't have a you don't have a a choice in that matter, and um, so that's kind of what's happening today. Tanya and I both had an injury, and and discussion on that is is taking over, and that's wonderful. It's actually quite an exciting call, um, Tanya. You mentioned three words to eliminate from our vocabulary um, to have better results in our lives, and I'm really excited to hear what those words are. Well, if we were to have an interview um, as soon as you woke up in the morning, Lynn, and Mm -hmm. I would ask you, so tell me about some of the thoughts you had as soon as you got out of bed this morning, and perhaps you stubbed your toe, and you got to the bathroom, and you knocked your head on the door of the medicine cabinet, and then you went out and your (laughs) coffee maker was broken, and there was just all these things happening to you, and then you, you know, you got to where you were going, and then things just keep getting worse throughout the day until you finally say, "I should have just stayed in bed." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> have you ever had one of those days? I have to admit, I have. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
what we don't realize is that everything that happens to us, every thought we have is creating a vibration. And those thoughts are fed by our words. So the words are, are formulating our thoughts. The thoughts are creating the vibration. The vibration creates our results. And there are only two results you can get in life, Lynn. You know what mm-hmm. they are? No. Positive and negative. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay? Just like there are only two thoughts we can have, positive and negative. And people often ask me, well, what about the one in the middle? There is no middle. It's either positive or negative. Right. If you had a vibrational meter reader, there is no middle. It's either sending a positive vibration or a negative vibration on the meter. It's leaning one way or the other. And okay. every word that we use to create our thoughts is going to create our vibe, which is going to create our results. So the words are key in all of these equations in life. The words mm-hmm. we're using are having a direct result on our results, whether negative or positive. So three words specifically in themselves don't have a negative connotation, but when they're used in sentences to form our thoughts, they can create a negative vibration. And the three words are don't, not, and no. So for instance, Lynn, you said, I don't want a broken bone. Right. I don't want any broken bones. So it's, Our subconscious mind, the universe doesn't hear the negative don't. It hears broken bone. Mm, Okay. I kind of, yeah, I can, I can kind of draw an analogy with uh, a Google search. If you go onto Google and say no sex, (laughs) for instance, what's going to come back to you? (laughs) You're right. In the Google search. Right. Lots of sex. Yeah. Anything. If if you put no football, uh, no cats. Um, any animal lover, if you go in and say to your dog, you are not going for a walk. Do not go, don't go, yes, don't go get your leash. (laughs) So, right? So the dog is not hearing the don't or not or no. Yep. And the universe doesn't hear don't, not a no. Our subconscious doesn't hear don't, not a no. Okay. So it's hard, it's hard to go through a day without using don't, not, no. We probably use them a couple hundred times before lunch. But being aware of how we're using those words, that is key Mm -hmm. to the results that we're getting. So just be aware. Um, You know, as my father used to say, engage your brain before your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sometimes Mm -hmm. that's a challenge, right? (laughs) Exactly. Just think about it. What are, what are you saying? What And what do you want? So that's the other thing. So that is your reset thought mm-hmm. sentence. When you find yourself in that process of don't, not, and no, you, your reset button is, so what do I want? Right. So when mm-hmm. I'm with people and they say, oh, I don't want this, I don't want that, well, so what do you want? Michael, in his book, Law of Attraction, has this great clarity contrast um, exercise. And I use it quite often in our meetup groups because it gives people clarity on what they really want. A lot of times people don't really ask themselves, so so what do I want? Mm -hmm. We're we're not Mm -hmm. encouraged to ask ourselves that because, well, more often than not, it's construed as being uh, selfish for you to think, Mm -hmm. how dare you think, what do you want? You're supposed to be living for everybody else's benefit. 
Yep. Yep. And I think that I think that also leads into a um a financial planning lesson as well. Um because people just go along paying their bills, um you know, and they don't create real clear clarity on um on what it is they want financially. Mm-hmm. Um uh you know, so you know, there's several steps to the financial planning process. Um and you know one of the steps is you know a vision for where you're going you know knowing what oh. your goals are um and then the next is to prioritize those goals cuz you can't do everything at once you have to have some some priorities as well um mm-hmm. i had my fall last tuesday and then i went back to the hospital wednesday um to see the bone doctor and he had my x-rays there and there's there's a little break um in the top of the bone that goes into the shoulder um mm. you know and you you wait 2 hours to see these guys <laughs> and and then you know you you get in there and um you know you know he was saying oh this should heal itself in about 6 weeks you know you're to keep it still um my first break had been treated in the same hospital and so I asked him if he knew about my history and the difficulty that I'd had in getting that arm to heal. Um, and he said, no, he wasn't aware that, you know, that I'd been there with a break before and the healing of it or anything. Um, and he wasn't even aware that I dislocated my shoulder the day before. Because mm. I'd been in the same hospital, been put to sleep and had it set. So his only focus was that little break in the top of the shoulder. And you know, it made me think about the importance of having a financial planner who knows your whole story because mm-hmm. I can't tell you how important this is. And I think that so often we, you know, we don't spend enough time um, understanding, you know, personal goals and personal motivation and expectations and then the prioritizing of those goals. Um, it's something you know, your that we're not Mm-hmm. Right. It's something right. that we're not taught, though, Lynn. We're not encouraged to be financial planners in school. And that's another one of my passions is talking to teenagers about the importance of goal setting. Um, right. You know, not just for career goals, but life goals and financial goals. Because when you're 17, do you remember what it was like to be 17? Like, you don't think about the future. You think you've got no. infinity and beyond. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a, a parent who's guiding you along the way to be financially responsible, by the time you reach uh, 20 or 21, you're getting credit card companies sending you credit cards with right. $1,500 limits at you know 18% interest. It doesn't take long to rack up credit card debt that you will drown in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're not yep. we're not taught any kind of financial planning in school so if it doesn't come from your parents or your peers or your teachers where's right. it going to come from and it, you know by the time we get to a point where we're ready to see a financial planner we're all drowning in 50,000 plus debt true it's it yeah, seems it's true. it seems insurmountable yeah so i and, yeah, and, and that's... i, I and and I stress this to people as well you know then that's why because when we say money our vibration drops, most of us, because... Is that right? 
Yeah, because for most mm-hmm. of us, it's a, it's a, it's a, a mentality of scarcity, right? A lot of us are living check mm-hmm. to check. Forget about savings. There's nothing left. There's more months left at the, at the end than money, right? Right, right. So I prefer it- to encourage people to think more in abundance instead of money. Okay. Yeah. Kind of switch that vibration, and my dad used to say when I was in my teens and early twenties, "Pay yourself first. Take fifteen percent of what you're getting paid from whatever you're doing, and put mm-hmm. it in a separate account and don't touch it." I wish I had listened to him, Lynn. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Yes. Well, yes. We're we're we're. We're we're smart too late sometimes, aren't we? Well, it's no, never too it's late. We always have to. We always, uh, you know, it's always uh, it's always prudent to get started and take control. But um, yeah, but yeah, I think we'd be more motivated to do the right things if if we did look a bit further and have a vision for the future, and and really ha- and really start that plan. You know, to say, okay, you know, for your dad it was 15%, but, you know, if if we'd have saved 3% of everything we ever made, we'd have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, anything I mean, that you're just not going to touch. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. f- f- 15 would be an ideal, but, uh, yeah. So um, we did say that we were going to talk about uh, the law of navigation today a bit. We've been talking, you know, um, you know further you know more about the law of navigation more about the law of attraction than the law of navigation but um i think we'll we'll maybe get to the law of navigation as well um so the um discussion on the law of navigation also um you know comes with a story attached to it as well um when you know i'm all about planning and you know the steps in a financial planner to set goals gather data analyze data create a plan implement the plan and monitor the plan um so the law of navigation is all about the planning and i'm going to say one more time just to emphasize that often we don't take enough time on that first step um of you know setting the goal um and and gathering the data and making it a personal uh, a personal plan. If you and I and five of your friends and five of my friends all went out for ice cream and there was 50 flavors to choose from, how many different flavors do you think that we would end up ordering? There would be a lot of different uh, a lot of different um ice cream ordered in that group and a, a person's financial plan is just as unique. Um, we all have different goals and different history and different preferences. So everybody's financial plan is just as unique as they are um, and as unique as their choice of, of ice cream flavors as well. So and you're also, Lynn, I think, competing with the messages of mainstream media. Oh, people, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people depend on, you know, the only financial education they're getting sometimes is from a 30-second commercial between yep. television programs yeah. or and, and we, music and the radio. Yeah, and we get far too much headline um, mm-hmm. and not enough substance, you know. Um, and that the media always uses words like the market crashed or, mm-hmm. you know, 
you know, the market goes up and down. It does that. We expect it to do that. And and the reporting, um, you know, certainly for my industry, um, you know, is not really very responsible um, because it is all this fear stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing is, Sometimes they walk into the mall and they take the first person who comes along and say, what do you think about? And then because it's on the air, it becomes, mm-hmm. it becomes a, you know, it becomes truth because, you know, oh, well, you know, people are going to have trouble paying their bills or, you know, whatever, whatever this is or, or the world's in a terrible place because that person said it and it's been recorded. And it's almost mm-hmm. like if it's printed, it's true, too, right? If it's printed, it's true. If it's on the television, yeah, it's true. true. Um, we've, been and, pro- uh, we've been programmed since infancy, Lynn, to be complacent, obedient taxpayers. I mean, that's what our educational system is set up to do. That's what mainstream media's job is, to perpetuate fear and doubt. Because when you keep people complacent and fearful, they will stay in jobs that they hate to remain uh, dutiful taxpayers, and that's exactly what the government wants. So from infancy, we are programmed to be taxpayers mm-hmm. and fearful of the future. That's what mainstream media does. It fuels yeah. those thoughts of fear. Oh, absolutely. It's time for us to take another break, um, and uh, we're going to summarize when we come back. a contribution that you dream of making in society planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate step right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you tune in for step right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Today I'm chatting with Tanya McIntyre, having a wonderful time. Um, And... uh, We've been talking about um, some lessons from uh, lessons that we've learned from a few uh, recent stories here, um, and we've we said we'd talk about the law of navigation, and and we have been. It's the law of navigation is all about planning, and certainly planning involves having a vision for your future. That's the first step, um, and I think at times. Uh, you know, people do need some help in clarifying that. So it's always good to, um, you know, talk to a financial planner. I know Tanya's very good at, at helping people um, sort of determine their um, their thoughts in that way as well. So an understanding of personal goals, personal motivation and expectations, and then prioritizing those goals 
so that you can take a step in the right direction. Um, so, Tanya, what are your further thoughts that we can kind of summarize this whole uh, conversation we've had today? <laughs> well, we talked a little bit about law of attraction and um, how important it is to keep our vibration high. And, you know, that also pertains to law of navigation, which comes from John Maxwell's book. Um, mm-hmm. I I love personal development books uh, because when we immerse ourselves with leadership, we become better leaders. And uh, John Maxwell talks about how important it is to set goals, personal, mm-hmm. business, financial. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you now being in my 50s from uh, the advice I was given from my dad in my late teens, early 20s, that that jump from being 20 to 50 happens in the blink of an eye. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So true. Mm-hmm. And when we're 20, we think that we're going to live forever. We don't really have to think about the future. But that mm-hmm. 30 years is is happening fast each decade and as my dad used to say, life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer it gets to the end, the faster it goes. Yeah. So we are here for a finite period of time, something that people don't like to talk about either. But what are we going to do with that chunk of time that we have? That's something that needs to be talked about earlier in life and right. really ideally should be addressed in school with, with yeah. kids when they're teenagers my, uh, or earlier if possible. Yeah, my uh, husband um, had a cousin um, who was an older, um, obviously older. They were coming up to celebrate their 60th wedding anniversary. And, uh, you know, we were probably late 20s at that time. And I remember saying to him, um, I can't imagine, you know, a, a 60th wedding anniversary like I can't even imagine what that's like and he said well it's it's a long time when you're looking forward but it's a short time when you're looking back Mm-hmm. well yeah my dad recently said you know I used to think 80 was old until I turned 79 and the reality <laughs> of our lives and you know the, that's yeah. the reality of our life lifetime now um, 80 is really not considered anymore a lot of us are going to live into our 90s and beyond Mm-hmm. And yes. the pension is just not going to cut it, right? Yeah, a lot of seniors yeah. are living in poverty now. It's true. It's true, which all points to the the whole thing of of having a plan, um, which you know the law of navigation. That's all about. Uh, that's all about having a plan to create to get where you want to go. So and the discipline to follow it. Yes. Yep. No. That's 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 true. And and to know that you're not alone and to reach out for some help in in um, you know in in creating what you want to create. And and so when you don't have uh, all of the answers, that you you do have the ability to look for some people that can um, that can help you along the way. Mm-hmm. So it's been I think what super. A, one of the most one of the most helpful um, one of the most helpful exercises I've done with students when I go to schools to talk about personal responsibility and entrepreneurship and career choices and stuff. We we look at a credit card statement and the interest rate and if you mm-hmm. had a thousand dollars on that credit card at eighteen percent or whatever it is, 
And if you were just to make the minimum pay, payment on that $1,000, it would take you more than 25 years to pay off that right. $1,000. People yeah. don't get that until you show yeah. it to them. Yeah, I even mean, that one, even that one, huge. yeah, even that one realization, right, can can help to guide your life. <laughs> Absolutely. So I I always encourage the kids uh, to take that minimum monthly payment that you would do, you know, skip the credit card as long as you can. Mm-hmm. Take that take that twenty or thirty dollar minimum payment that you would be making on that thousand dollars that you don't have anything to show for. Uh, take mm-hmm. that and put it in an account just like it was a minimum payment on a credit card and reap the benefits right. of that. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 funny when we have to make a payment, it's there, but when it's when it's savings, we have, you know, a very different attitude towards it. And it's I also think it's to think easy. of... Sorry, Lynn, I think yeah. it's getting easier, though, with automation, right? I can just go to yeah. my smartphone and set up an automatic uh, debit from my account to correspond with my my income payments, wherever it's coming from. So the yeah, moment I get an income payment from somewhere, I take a percentage of that and put it in an account by yeah. a couple of clicks on a phone. Yeah, Great. my new iPhone six has a has a whole budget program in it, and it, it's just one of the apps that comes with the phone. So yeah, there are some there are some wonderful tools out there. The hour has flown by. Just as it that sure period has. between uh, 20 and 50, this hour has really gone fast. Thanks so much for being with us today, Tanya. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's been a lot My of pleasure, fun, man. just like just like the past year has been a lot of fun doing the radio show. So I'd like to remind you to tune in next week. I'll be waiting for you. Uh, our guest next week will be Pierrette Strudwick. Pierre is an ordained marketplace minister, and I can't wait to find out what that means. I don't know what I don't know what marketplace minister is. Um, and our topic will be uh, seven keys to live life with passion. So we'll look forward to that. Uh, remember, you can email me anytime. That's Lynn at StepRight.ca. I'm here to help. Um, let me know what's on your mind. We welcome your comments here at Step Right with Lynn. This is Lynn Wedham. The show is Step Right with Lynn. Until next time, take the right steps to support yourself, your family, and your community. Thank you for choosing to listen to Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham will return next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Remember to celebrate your wealth by doing something for yourself, your family, and your community. Until next time.